0: Welcome back to Property Matters on Dublin South FM and on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon. You can contact us on social media at iProperty Radio or email hello at iPropertyRadio.com. This week, I'm chatting to one of our favorite returning guests, uh, Christina Buckley, developer and consultant. Christina, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining
1: us today. Thank you, Carol. Yes, thank you for having me back.
0: And. Christina, there's a, there's shows that we do and um, there's ones that you know sometimes don't get the traction among the audience that you think it might. Um, and yours was one that got huge traction. Um, you know, it's uh, one in terms of the last time we discussed investing in property through your pension. And honestly, as somebody who has been in the industry for 20 years and struggled to understand this, um, you really made it very, very, uh, simple to to understand but actually we touched on some of the development projects that you were involved in yourself personally and that really captured people's imagination because despite everything else out there despite the well-known challenges um and, and well-publicized challenges, there are people who just have a fascination around this and who see opportunities around them and just don't know where to start. You know, it seems like um, it seems like a huge hurdle just to get started in property development. So I was hoping that we could really delve into that today a bit. Um, so yes. to, first of all, tell me about some of the projects that you're involved in at the moment.
1: Um, Yeah well just I suppose to to cover off the pension you know we're a year into that and uh, pension properties are are doing well the property values are holding the rents are good Um, they've been between 5 and 10% rental yields over the last year. Um, Now the market, on the other hand, has had a bit of a downturn, a lot of people will know it's sort of 15-20%, but then that is after years of growth, you know, um, and these things cannot be compared, you know, you cannot compare like with like, so um, property is uh, considered an unregulated asset which is hard to liquidate, so you have to sell it if you you want to liquidate it, and that can be uh, a risk, you know, so There's also rising prices and interest rate hikes. So um, those yields could come under pressure. uh, Christina,
0: before we move on to interest rates, because that's a huge one at the moment. Did did you say that you're seeing property down 10 to 15 percent?
1: No, so I was saying that basically the market, so basically your your stocks and bonds and shares and your ETFs is down about 15, 20% over oh, the last yeah. year. But yeah. that's been after a, a number of years of growth. You know, these things are always um, time in the market rather than timing the market. And I'm not trying to compare property with stocks yeah. and bonds and shares because they're totally different things. You know, uh, it wouldn't be a like for like comparison. Um, but just to say on the pension side, of things and given that it's the anniversary since we spoke well it's just the year uh, we have done a review on that uh, with the pension trustees and in relation to the rental properties he was saying to me that they are doing between five and ten percent um is the sort of average on on the rental yields now that may come under pressure in the next year you know because you're going to have obviously the interest rates are, are rising and then the the values of uh, you know the the Buy the property is getting more expensive so both of those things will put pressure on the rental yields in the pension but yeah. then you also have a no tax strategy there so um it's it's a fantastic one and as I say has been performing very well so we're very pleased on on that front yeah. it's also given me security in relation to my own pension which i have found changed my view on what i owned personally which I was quite surprised at but it's amazing when you kind of box off something that maybe might be a concern to you like your pension and when you stop working and how you will you know have an income and stuff like that and um, once you you box off that um, I suppose worry and um, you can then sit back and look at stuff a little bit more constructively, where I was very much keep everything, you know, never sell, you know, and uh, would have probably been a uh, very wealthy, but uh, uh, maybe not around to enjoy it. So um, I have took a different view now uh, on my own stuff personally, and I'm looking at a, a kind of a yearly um audit which I do anyway but I think this year is very important you know to kind of have a self audit uh, situation where you sit down you look at your assets and you look at how they perform and you look at the loan to value you look at the interest rate you look at you know what would be the implications if you were to sell one or two of them do you have any capital losses can you you know like I've actually decided to sell one property where I'm going to have a bit of a loss on that and I've also decided to sell another property where I'm going to have a gain And that basically is really just to bolster up the the finances and um, and not maybe go for any more borrowing, you know, this year, which I would normally do. But I have decided this year just because you can doesn't mean you should, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, consolidation is a good thing. And um, as I say, it is it is strange how how, um, your perspectives can can change.
0: Oh, Christina, there's so much much what you've said there that I want to unpack. Um, Look, let's start by kind of separating the property from the stock. snow because I don't think it's probably helpful for, for me now to try to draw comparisons based on a snapshot in time. So like maybe yes. we just focus directly on the property. And um, th- there's a lot of what you said there. I love the idea of a. Self But before we move on to that, because look, we know there are challenges coming down down the track and they're coming at us faster, maybe than we expected. Um, but before we go on to that. Uh, what your comments about a pension resonate with me, and I think they'll resonate with women, but I also think they'll resonate with self-employed people, because we know that these are the two classes of people who are less likely to either have a pension or understand, you know, to be fully using their, their, uh, the pension mechanisms that the state has provided. So, um, you talk about a shift in mindset. So very quickly, what, how do you, how do you reconcile that? Can you understand maybe from where you've come from to where you are now? Was there a mental element um, in terms of tackling pension?
1: Yes I definitely think so and um, I suppose sometimes we it may not be rational when we write it down and that's why I always think the self audit is a great idea or even um, you know uh, kind of sit down with somebody that's in property and have a chat and go through everything you know and get an overview or even somebody else to bounce things off because you can be too close to things yourself you know. But um, I think um, we all sort of maybe um, w- would look at things and say, well, look, we need to keep X amount of stuff aside, maybe from an inheritance point of view for our children. We want to look after our children or we have concerns that when we stop working, you know, that's going to be like a, a bit of a cliff edge. And when we stop working, all of a sudden we're going to be in a situation where we have to um. We have to uh, basically, I suppose, uh, finance our, our retirement and, and that, you know. So these things can bring us to maybe a little bit of a irrational <laughs> approach where we just keep everything, you know, sell nothing, um, work longer, maybe don't retire when we should um, or not even retire. I mean, it depends on it depends on what age, you know, you retreat you achieve that kind of i call it your your fi or financial independence age you know people forget that the pension can be used as a fantastic structure to meet that uh, goal you know where maybe you can work on projects that you really love rather than you know having to do the nine to five you know and you can definitely get there a lot quicker through the pension than you can personally because of the fact that the the tax uh aspect on the rental income and then even the property is grown in value in the pension wouldn't have any capital announces or capital um, gains tax you know so it's it's really a very fast mechanism you know where you could get in at 40 and decide with your pension trustee that you want your retirement age your financial independence age to be around the 50 mark and depending on what type of policy you have you could be then sitting with your 25% lump sum drawdown and your 4% a year, and you may even go on and work for another 15 years, 20 years, and that's fine. But it's one thing, as you say, um, kind of doing it because you're worried and you haven't sat down and worked it out and put a plan in place. But it's another thing if you've worked it out and you've ticked all your boxes and you know where you're going, you have a plan and, uh, you know, you're going to reach that goal quicker and that's going to give you much more um, advantages, I suppose. I think what it, it's a time and risk really and people have said that to me you know it's one thing at, 5, at 35 if you thought you were going into a bit of a downturn and maybe the economy was going to be a bit rocky for 10 to 15 years you know that's one thing when you're 35 but when you're 55 if you think the economy is going to go into a bit of a downturn in 15 years you're coming out the other side of that at 70 you know they're precious years where you actually want to be able to um, you know spend time with your family you know and, and travel and, and do things while you're healthy and you're able so um it's I suppose not to squander those years kind of worrying about things get them get your worries listed <laughs> yeah go no, through listen, them <laughs> look I, at I everything think, box you know, them off I and think, say now that's done and enjoy the rest and enjoy your time and enjoy your yeah. family because we're only here the once. you know
0: yeah look that's very true and you talk about financial independence but I suppose independence is um it's a bit of a um, I, I suppose it's subjective to the person uh, on one level, but uh, you know, in terms of independence, financial independence is really the ability to choose. So i should say you yes. hit that target, and you might choose to work for fifteen years, but you're doing it because you're choosing to you as uh, to to do it as opposed to because you have to. Um, yeah, look, I I think that this is a really interesting space and one that and probably our our pension mechanisms are not being fully used by people who perhaps ought to be using them and I think you know, particularly when you're self employed, it can always be a case that you're prioritizing and I speak for myself as well you're always prioritizing maybe the security of the team as opposed to your personal long term security because the needs of the team are in the current financial period whereas the, the future always seems that bit further away but um. But let's move on to the self-audit because that's really interesting. First, can I ask you, um, what are your expectations of the market over the next kind of two years?
1: Um, Well, I suppose it's kind of everybody sort of knows that, you know, things are changing, you know, how much they change. You know, it's it's kind of crystal ball gazing, really, and it's very difficult uh, to know and we're definitely if you look at the investment clock and you picture 12 o'clock has been the top of the invest you know investment market and uh you know we're not there we have probably passed that you know and then six o'clock is the bottom we're not there either but we're somewhere in between but it kind of be aware well where are we on that investment clock and where are we at the moment and that does kind of color i suppose your your views a little bit as i say i kind of do this um this kind of a chart type thing where I'd look at the time and risk based on the person's age. I'd look at how the asset maybe is performing. Is it a good asset? Do they have problems with it? Is there a big roof that needs to be replaced (laughs) or a lot of investment down the road and the rental yields really aren't holding that up and it's not it's not maybe the next one would be long you know part of their long-term plan is that property part of your long-term plan and then what's the loan to value on it what's the interest rate on it did you get a good deal on it in the first place because some people got absolutely atrocious deals that really that the interest rates are very high and uh, you know they're maybe a very short term, and um, they're not good uh, from the get go, you know. So maybe you know look at those ones and stress test your loans. If you're on a low base, maybe on a tracker that's coming in probably at you know an original one percent over the ECB, it's now at about three percent. So maybe look at doubling that and say at six percent. If I stress test my buy to let or my few buy to lets. How am I looking, you know, can I uh, weather, you know, any kind of storms coming down the road and and then I suppose you may decide to sell some assets and, you know, you need to crunch the numbers capital gains tax is a big thing. So did you buy it? Did you build it? How long ago did you buy it? Like very quickly, if you sit down with a pen and piece of paper and work property by property, you're gonna see that there are certain assets that if you sold, you'd maybe have a very big tax bill and maybe wouldn't be worth your while selling, you know? So kind of aim to the ones that um, you know, that that will work or maybe you have a capital loss which people tend to forget about or try to forget about because they think a loss is an absolutely dreadful thing oh my god we don't think about that property we bought and we lost our shirt off. But, you know, get that back out of the filing cabinet, talk to your accountant, what was the capital loss and can you bring that capital loss forward against a gain maybe on something that you want to sell now. And then I suppose around the finance, we were coming up with finance for a new project, and we were thinking about borrowing and then we, we decided no we're not going to borrow we're actually going to sell two assets. One of them is going to create a loss and one of them is going to create a gain and then out of after paying mortgages etc we're going to end up with X amount of money that we'll have then to build our new, uh, our new project. And um, just because you can borrow doesn't mean you should. And that's a very hard one, you know, because I would be constantly year after year after year borrowing and borrowing and borrowing, you know. So you need to know sometimes, you know, that the bank is a great ally to have and it's great to have them on your side. But, you know, if you think you're going into a bit of a downturn, you really want to be thinking about, um, you know, how how exposed am I here? You know, um, I don't want to be completely reliant on the bank. You want to have good equity in the properties and you want to be able to to withstand whatever's coming down the track, you know? And I suppose cash is king, you know? It's very hard for investors to put cash into an account and leave it sitting there and they just think of it as a massive waste. And I would be very much on that side of the saying, there's a waste now leaving that cash there. It's not making any money and whatever. But if it's giving you security, and as I said, if it's ticking one of those boxes that is making you anxious or worried or has you up at night, You know, at least then you have that there, you know, and it doesn't have to be a lot of money. You can add up sort of what everything is on an expense basis on a year. And if you can aim to put one year's money away. Now, people have said to me, one year is nothing. You know, if things go wrong, you're going to be tapping into one year very quickly. I said, you will, yes, but things don't disappear overnight. If things mm-hmm. start going down, they might go down 25%. And if you have to tap into that one year at 25%, that actual one year will buy you four years yeah. of help at 25%. You know, that sort of way. But um, I did find in the last recession, Cash was definitely king, you know, and you just needed to be the guy that could hang around the longest, you know, and just still be there, I suppose, really, you know, just, uh, you know, steadfast and be there and just trying to hang on was really the main thing, you know, so. Um, mm, but then that's not that- to say it's going to be as bad as all that, but let's prepare for the yeah. worst and hope for the best.
0: You know, um, Christine, every time I talk to you, I I genuinely learn so much and you always get me thinking about things in a slightly different way. And I I think it is very reasonable that we know, while we don't know the shape of what the next downturn will look like, you know, it, it does certainly feel inevitable in some form or other. And I think when it comes to property, there will be very clear winners and there will be very clear losers, but it's not clear yet which is which. And um, that's something that, that we're struggling with ourselves at the moment. Um. But listen, you, you've given me loads to think about. I'd love to touch base. I mean, the idea of the self-order, I mean, that is such a good discipline and one that maybe everybody knows logically to do, but doesn't sit down to do, or doesn't make the time to do, because again, priorities tend to, to run off the page. Um, but actually, I, I think that you make a very compelling case that actually now is the time, because it would be a shame Uh, For people who experienced losses over the past decade and a half, and I'm not sure I know anybody in this industry who didn't, um, for those people, it would be a shame to have those losses in vain. There should at least be a learning, and maybe now is the time to apply that learning. And unfortunately, a lot of what's happening at the moment does feel familiar, but at least if we're going in uh, using the learning that was hard, hard gained the last time um, it would be. (laughs) It would be a positive step so look thank you for being so open like genuinely it's hard to get a conversation like this going so genuinely appreciate your time and so my thanks to Christina Buckley developer and consultant we need to take a quick break stay tuned